Tan, magiging influencer na ba tayo? Ako, influencer na ako. Naitama ba yung vlog ko, pre? <laughs> we have our first media partnership. So, saktong-sakto ngayong pandemic, uh, there are a lot of small businesses popping around, online businesses then. So, if you guys need some marketing services, we'd like to give a shout-out and special thanks to our media partner, Ambidexter. So Ambidexter is a digital content marketing company that offers tons of great services ranging from graphic design, content writing, media relations, and many more awesome marketing services. You can like them on Facebook or check out their website, www.ambidexter.media. Or if you're old school, you can also shoot them an email at hello at ambidexter.media. Again, it's Ambidexter, A-M-B-I-D-E-X-T-R. They even made the poster and wrote an article about us. About us, Angelo, meron tayong article. Galing naman natin, no? If you like podcasts, which I'm sure you do, because you're listening to us right now, Ambidexter will launch an Ambi blog series which features different podcasts. Every week, they will be posting a blog feature on different podcasts based in the Philippines. We are excited to be part of such an exciting series, and we can't wait for you to see this. Now, on to our episode. What's good, everybody? Welcome to a midweek episode of the South Boys Podcast. It's your boys. This is Angelo, and we got Tristan. Hey, what's good, everybody? You know the drill. You can like us on Facebook, the South Boys Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, at South Boys Pod. And on Instagram, South Boys Podcast. Or if you're old school, you can also email us your inquiries, questions, shoutouts to our email address, southboys.podcast at gmail.com. So... We're recording this on a Tuesday evening. It's November 24, and it's been a crazy, crazy couple of weeks or a week from the NBA. We got the draft, and then the free agency or the offseason started. Uh, we got some big trades, big free agency signings. Um, Tristan, how do you feel about the NBA offseason right now? Um, it feels like I'm on a race track. Everything's super fast. Mm. Um, weirdly enough, the draft wasn't fast. Mm. Um, if you remember, parang ang bagal ng picks ng teams na mas nauuna pang i-announce ni Woj or ni Shams yung pick <laughs> uh, uh. before si Adam Silver, like a normal draft. So, yeah, it's been... A crazy couple of days, a yeah. week of free agency, and wow! Oh, hindi ko naman. I I I can't keep track yeah, of every yeah. free agency signing, <laughs> every trade. Sobrang dami. Magigising diba? ka na lang to some shocking news, right? All right, let's get the ball rolling. Uh, first, let's talk about the NBA draft. So, me and Tristan, we're gonna um. Put our professor hats on. We're gonna grade uh, the top <laughs> picks of the NBA draft. So Tristan, um, you go ahead with the first pick. Um, sorry, Anjo. I think our scouting scouting hats, hats on, na lang para. Uh, scout uh, head scout <laughs> teams ngayon. Pero um, we're gonna start it off with the Minnesota Timberwolves taking Anthony Edwards at number one. Um, uh, if you watch draft night, 
it's my first time seeing this actually. See Anthony Edwards, he wore a denim jacket to draft night, <laughs> which is crazy. Uh, it's my first time seeing a player get drafted in street clothes, basically. Street uh, of course, it's with yeah. Halos eh, halos talaga. As in, naka-denim jacket lang siya, pants, gano'n. Oh, pupunta um, ka sa gano'n. Oh, well, yun yung pagkaalala ko, tama. Pero, yun nga, it's, it's because of COVID. Mm. Like, um, yung draft is online and it's yeah, new to everyone, of course. They're in um just their living rooms, di ba? Parang nasa bahay mm. lang sila eh. <laughs> yung iba, nasa restaurant, pero close pa rin. So, oh. it's totally different for everyone. But going back, this kid is super, super athletic. I mean, kahit si MJ sa pitch niya daw sa Charlotte when he came over there, sinabi ni MJ that he was way um, ath- more, way more athletic than MJ was in college. So hmm? That says a lot. No. Diba? That I read somewhere, sana totoo, hindi ako na fake news, but yeah, yeah, this this young T will score with D'Lo and Kat and if Anthony Edwards pans out it will be an offensive force for sure sobrang lakas nito sa offense but ang main problem for this draft pick is yung defense niya mm. like everybody knew this guy can score he can create his own shot he can get to the basket he, he can dunk it with either hand and jump with one or two feet but yung desire niya on defense is what is questioned about this game. Mm. He can become a great defender. He's standing at 6'5 with a 6'9 wingspan and, of course, insane jumping ability. But yung heart niya for defense is still questioned. So, yeah, overall fit pick for this. Um, Minnesota Timberwolves and overall a very, very good pick. Um, yeah, so now, second pick na tayo. Anzo, take it away. Wait, wait. An- ano yung grade mo? You didn't um, grade, bro. Out of ano? 10? Y- yung ano, uh, think... A+, plus, ganun. Rep- ano okay. nga to eh? Gra- let's grading eh. <laughs> okay, kaya ba professor? Sorry. Sige, siguro ano? A+. Plus. Wow, A+. Uh, wala. Hindi naman nila kailangan ng guard. They don't need a big in James Wiseman. Hmm. But they do need a forward. So, sige, A minus. <laughs> a minus, para sure. Okay. Uh, uh, ang taas mo pala magbigay ng grade, no? Tan, pagka oh, naging teacher. Consider, <laughs> considerate ako para hindi ako prof na <laughs> ng babagsak. Yeah. yeah before, before I give my grade on the second pick, Tan, if I'm not mistaken, itong si Anthony Edwards ba yung um, likes football better? Parang may statement siya na... Um, siya yeah, he was a <laughs> good football player. Pero pinili niya mag-basketball. Which a uh, good decision, no? Isipin uh-huh. mo yung pag mo, uh, gusto ko bang mag-football uh, or mag-number one pick sa NBA? Hmm. <laughs> Sarap siguro ng problema na ganun. <laughs> <laughs> oh nga, oh nga. So now to the second pick, uh, the Golden State Warriors selected James Wiseman. So I think this is just what Golden State needed. He's an athletic, mobile center. Um, he he has an a somewhat polished offensive game down low in the post. 
Uh, he's also a defensive-minded center. So, you know, Golden State over the years has... Parang wala pa silang nagiging legit na center. Parang lahat ng centers nila over the years in their championship runs were, you know, role players like uh, Maurice Pates, Javel McGee, diba? I, I think James Wiseman has the potential to be uh, maybe a fourth star to this Golden State Warriors team in the long run. But for now, um, what I'm expecting of him is, you know, he'll he'll fill fill in the role of uh, the role players of the Golden State Warriors teams in the previous years. So just like I mentioned, the Javel McGee spot, so mga pick and roll offense lang with um, Curry and some rim runs, some lobs, catching lobs. Um, I don't expect uh, the Warriors to uh, go down low in the post to him much. Um, maybe, siguro, in the following years. But for now, in his rookie year, I don't think they will go um, with him as their number one or number two option because they still have Curry in there. But you can expect um, a lot of pick and rolls with Steph Curry and James Wiseman. So that would be fun to watch. So um, the floor for James Wiseman for me is DeAndre Jordan. Uh, parang defensive, <laughs> athletic, big lang siya. Pero yung okay. ceiling niya or pinaka potential niya, he's a one-of-a-kind two-way player. Eh. Um, he's an uber-athlete on defense and from the highlights, parang skilled posts post player so um maybe hakim <laughs> wow okay <laughs> joke lang joke Sige, lang ceiling so, talaga ceiling ano yung ceiling na yun building just go. ceiling pang space pang outer space yun eh pero okay. uh, maybe he can be a one of a kind two way player who can be a brute force down low diba so that's i'm giving this a b plus for the golden state warriors because um I don't expect him to be a star right away. I think he's more of a project player right now. Parang more on the potential. Um, I mean lahat naman siguro ng rookies ngayon project kasi it's not a very deep mm. uh draft pool but to add to that Feeling ko, uh, James Wiseman will have to take uh, a bigger role this year, uh, especially with Clay Thompson being out for the entire year. Um, if if people forget that this guy averaged twenty six points roughly in three games with fourteen rebounds per game, that's five point five blocks. Mm. Uh, I think it would be wrong to discredit because after those three games, then they questioned his eligibility for the NCAA. <laughs> after they saw what he could do, that's mm. when they challenged everything. Um, I honestly think this this uh, draft pick was way better than a B minus, as he said, Angela. Sorry, B plus. B plus. Sorry. This deserves at least an A. Okay. The so A yeah. minus an A because 
it fills a role for the Warriors. Yeah, and, fit-wise, it's a perfect yeah. pick, di ba? But yung um, magkakaroon ng isa pang dynamic yung Warriors where yes, they shoot three-pointers. Yes, they play good defense. But now they have a significant post um, presence, presence where maka when makakabigay na sila ng bola down low instead of a Javel McGee type of player where once he's on the floor and he can't jump on um, lobs, then he's useless. I mm. think there's more to James Wiseman than that. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree, Tan. So now to the third pick. Um, Honestly, bro, this is the most interesting one for me. Um, I don't think we need to introduce who LaMelo Ball is. Mm. Um, we've seen this guy play since he was 15 or 14 years old. And we all know who his dad is. <laughs> um, yeah, but this guy, he has the talent. He has the talent. He has the skill. He has the IQ, I think, to become a great player in this league. Um, we all know that his dad predicted to be all three of them playing for the Lakers. Or all three of them to just be part of the NBA. Of course, that mm. didn't pan out. But we all knew as well that this kid was going to be the best prospect out of the three brothers. Uh, this guy has great skill and he has even better vision. Um, confidence is always there if you're a ball. <laughs> he, the confidence just oozes out from this kid. Uh, he failed a couple of interviews because he was a little bit cocky, too full of himself. Yeah, <laughs> okay, not I didn't use the word cocky, but perfect word for it. Uh, shooting form is unorthodox, just like his brother, but he can make more threes than him. Uh, main takeaway for our uh, Lamelo Ball's game is his defensive ability. He has the tools just like Anthony Edwards to become a great defender. Uh, he has good wingspan. But the athleticism is just not the same as Lonzo. Uh, mm. From a Laker fan, Angelo, you know, Lonzo had good defensive... Uh, yeah, he's a, he, he was a good defensive uh, player. Uh, like he, he had better uh, defensive... Skills instincts, oh, instinct, tama. But in yung main question for this Charlotte team, I'm sorry, MJ, but I do not know where you are going with this team. Mamaya na, save some for the off season. Diba? So, <laughs> so I'll just give it a B plus because they need everything at this point, and Lamelo Ball is a good start. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a B plus for me. Gonzo, what do you think? Yeah, I agree with your uh, grade tan. But well, for for you, who do you think Lamelo is better at his age than Lonzo was? Oof, tough question, bro. Uh, gauge as in possibly, I think so. Yeah. He's better. He's mm. more skilled. 
But yun nga, yung defensive capabilities, I think that's where Lonzo and Lamelo are separated. Like, you can't even compare. So, mm-hmm. I would say yes. I would say yes. He's a better player than Lonzo was during this point in his career. All right. So now to the fourth pick, the Chicago Bulls. Shout out to our um, friend, Jonah, who is a Bulls fan. <laughs> uh, t- select, sadly, a Bulls fan. <laughs> select Patrick Williams. So I'm giving this a C plus because it's not the best available talent at this pick. So for me, this is the draft's first role player. Um, when you're looking at the first three picks, uh, Anthony Edwards, James Wiseman, and Lamelo Ball, lahat yon para may superstar potential talaga. Eh. But atong uh, si Patrick mm-hmm. Williams, I think, can be really a great role player. But you know, the superstar potential at this stage, uh, I don't see it yet. But you know, who knows? So he's more of a project right now. Well, yun nga, lahat ng, na, lahat naman ng rookies, but he's got the tools naman then to to be a uh, maybe a star in this league. But I'm expecting him to be a high-energy guy for the Bulls this season. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I think yun yung best skill niya that he can bring to the Chicago Bulls. Uh, speaking of his, speaking of the floor and ceiling. He so he's projected to be a three and D guy, um, siguro mga PJ Tucker, but he has the tools and he he has I think the work ethic naman to be a star in this league. So his seeding siguro the another two way star, uh, Paul George maybe. So <laughs> C plus pandemic P. Hindi naman, wag naman pandemic pina Paul George. Mga magaling na Paul George na version. So, again, C plus for the Chicago Bulls. Um, ako rin, honestly, it's a it's a weird pick. I didn't know uh that Patrick Williams would go this early. Uh, I'm not sure cuz meron siyang teammate sa school niya, nakalimutan ko yung name, basta na draft din. Uh, mas magaling siya this year compared kay Patrick Williams. But yun nga, yung potential ni Patrick Williams is what the Bulls were looking for. Mm. Um, honestly, it's a hit or a miss at this point. And meron ba silang forward talaga sa Bulls? Siguro si... Um, to call this Wendell Carter, uh, Laurie Markinen. Mm. Si Otto Porter ba nasa Bulls pa? I think so, right? Yeah, I think so too. Um, so, uh, di ko sure. Uh, I'd give it a C plus as well. <laughs> Alright. Now for our fifth pick, the Cleveland Cavaliers select Isaac Okoro. Another interesting pick for a rebuilding team just like the Chicago Bulls. Isaac Okoro is a wing slash forward from Auburn where Charles Barkley studied. Actually, siya lang yung kalala kong Auburn Tiger. So same, same. <laughs> um, but this guy, he showed his defensive capabilities every night um, based from the YouTube videos I watched about him. He guarded the best guy on every team they faced this year. 
So basically, she's the main defender of the team. Uh, dude has explosive hops and a very high motor. Body looks pretty ready for the physicality of the NBA. For a wing guy, medyo malaki katawan niya. Hmm. But alam mo yun yung staple ng NBA player ngayon is you can shoot the three. Hmm. Uh, kahit sino ka pa, kahit center ka pa, you should be able to shoot the three. But this guy struggled with to make any kind of jump shot the entire year. And I don't know how it's gonna play out. Alam ko naman na pwede mo improve yung shooting mo eh. But yung work ethic lang siguro at saka luck of the Irish kung masushoot mo na lang <laughs> consistently. Pero he can definitely improve on this. And the Cleveland Cavaliers don't have a very good uh, wing guy. Siguro best wing guy nila is sino yung ano? Si Chedi. Si Jedi. Diba? I, remember. Oh, I think he was the best uh, small forward for that team last year. So, yeah, they can take a chance with a young core in Colin Sexton and Darius Garland. Sexland. He can definitely... <laughs> he, can, he can actually fill a very deep hole sa defense ng Cleveland. So, I would give this a B plus just because of the fit. Mm. But, yung potential ni Isaac Okoro, I'm not entirely sure. I'm not entirely sold yet. So, yeah. So, B plus para dito sa Cleveland Cavaliers. They filled the hole in their defense. Mm. So, now, to the... Na na ba tayo? Sixth? Sixth pick. Sixth. The Atlanta Hawks select, uh, sorry na lang kung malito, Onyeka Okungu. 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 Okay, thank Okungu. you for correcting me, Tan. So, uh, my grade for this pick is a C. This, I think this is my low, lowest grade so far. Because again, it's not the best available talent and he'll probably see less minutes than he wants to or we would want to for a rookie because he's playing, you know, behind John Collins, playing behind Clint Capella. Um, he, he's a small big. I think he he can defend multiple positions. Um, he can switch out and defend the paint um, as well who also has a decent inside game. Uh, so I think that's what his best attribute is. You know, we're in a switching, switch-heavy league, and, you know, the Hawks can uh, put him in there for defensive purposes. So, you know, maybe he can have a niche on that team. So for his floor and ceiling, for uh, for me... His floor would be a Todd Gibson, um, a defensive-minded big man. But there are also rumblings stand that this is a second coming of Bam Adebayo. So do you, do you have any thoughts on on this scouting uh, report? Everybody, stop capping. Stop capping. Okay. <laughs> Guys. Three years pa lang si Adebayo, sasabihin nyo na na may second coming. It's not gonna happen. Okay? Not in near future. 
honestly, ang second coming ni Bama Debayo, in my opinion, nakuha din ng heat si Precious Achua. <laughs> so, I don't get the comparison talaga. As in, this guy is seven feet. He's not undersized for a center. But, mas hindi ko naiintindihan kung bakit pinik ng Hawks to. Mm. Uh, wala na ba silang ibang position besides point guard in a center? Kasi feeling ko, ang dami na nalang center eh. Kaya, nag-agree ako dun sa grade mo na C. Tama ba, C? C, yeah. Also playing okay, pero, in the Galinari. You know, um, yun. Uh, I just don't see him, sila. like, I, I don't see him thriving hmm. as much dito sa team na to. So, hmm. yeah. Now, on to our seventh pick. Uh, it's my first time hearing about this kid during the draft, actually. His name is Killian Hayes, a lefty combo guard from France. But mm-hmm. I think naglaro siya sa German League. Mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure. Basta overseas uh, six... mm-hmm. uh, Basta overseas. Uh, he's a 6'5 guy with great vision and great size for a guard. Uh, mostly nilalaro niya is a point guard not an off guard so 6-5 is good size but what stands out for me is how he controls the game parang yung pace niya he can feel out the game pretty well he can uh, push the ball in transition or he can slow it down and set plays and his mid-range game is absolutely crazy ito yung gusto ko sa kanya like he knows when to shoot floaters, mm. when to shoot mid-rangers where I think it's a lost art in the NBA now. Na konti na lang talaga yung tao na consistently nagpo-pull up from mid-range because it's not a very high percentage shot. <coughs> uh DeMar DeRozan. Uh, but yun nga yung questions about this game is yung defensive capabilities as well. His body hindi pa ganun ka-develop. Mm. Parang hindi pa kakayanin yung physicality ng NBA. But that can always change. Tinan mo lang si Yanis where sobrang payat niya nung pumasok sa, sa draft. Now, just ko. Sana all. Diba? So, <laughs> oh, so yung, kung may mag-change man kay Killian Hayes, I think it should be his body. And the Detroit Pistons, I'd grade this a B. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure about their guard rotation about how they're gonna play him with D-Rose and yeah so yun lang yung takeaway ko from this good mid-ranger but yung questions on the defensive end and yung fit with D-Rose so it sounds yeah. it sounds like and it looks like He's more of a D'Angelo Russell. Parang ganun na in game niya. Mm, well, most people compare him to D'Lo kasi nga left-handed. That's medyo mabagal. Oh, offensive-minded so. din. Uh, <laughs> Nigard. Okay, now to the eighth, eighth pick. The New York Knicks select Obi Toppin. So I'm gonna give this a C just because it's the Knicks. And it's another word. <laughs> For the New York Knicks. But, you know, uh, seriously speaking, though, he's one of the more mature players in this draft and has a tremendous offensive upside. He scored 
uh, 20 points per game and seven and grabs seven rebounds per game in Dayton, which is one of the highest points per game in the top 10 of the top 10 players who were drafted. But you know, his terrible mm-hmm. defense has been highlighted by um, numerous analysts and scouts. So very fitting for the New York Knicks, New York Knicks, I think. <laughs> Puro open salang ganon. But you know, he's <laughs> uh, my floor and the ceiling for him. Eh, uh, siguro yung floor niya, one of the Morris twins. <laughs> Parang. Uh, um, just hindi ka pa sure ko sino just ko kasi parang parehas lang <laughs> parang parehas lang din naman ng game yung both Morris eh, di ba or you know his ceiling can he can be a slightly smaller Carl Anthony Towns because of his offensive game uh he has the potential to to be like you know cat who can pull up from 3 mm-hmm. can who has an inside game okay. as well um sure yeah, <laughs> so I think you have thoughts on this, Dan. Um, I didn't know that uh, the Knicks needed another center, of course. <laughs> well, power uh, or another power forward uh-huh. or forward. Sorry. Uh, actually, bibigyan mo na ng A plus yung Knicks, pare, para matuwa naman sila ng Monte. <laughs> Kasi lahat naman, lahat naman kailangan nila. Eh. Kasi wala rin naman sila magaling mm. na power forward unless you consider Julius Randle mm. a star in Pwede this league. Pwede si Julius Randle. So, para naman may matuwang New York Knicks fan sa atin. It's an A-plus for me. By the way, Tan, nakita mo yung <laughs> ano. <laughs> nakita mo yung memes. Um, yung banner nila. Nag-raise sila ng banner for another day that the Knicks didn't do anything stupid in the off season. So uh, another banner is raised for that. <laughs> so that's the New York next for you. Uh, I mean congrats. Ano dapat sabihin ko? Di ko talaga alam. Sorry. Sorry Nick fans, but at least I gave you an A even though it's pretty fake. At least my A na kayo. So on to our ninth pick, we go to the Washington Wizards where they pick Denny Advia. Ooh, tama, Angelo. And research. Honestly, I want nothing but success for this kid. Ang ganda na story niya where yung dad niya used to play for Yugoslavia where, of course, nagwatak-watak siya and technically Serbian yung dad niya, but he's half Israeli, half Serbian. Uh, he had a chance to become a part of the Serbian youth team, but chose to stay with Israel kasi nandun yung mga tropa niya, pare. Mm. As in, that speaks a lot. Um, he values loyalty over winning, and the basketball gods repay this dude. Binigyan siya ng dalawang gold medal sa FIBA youth teams niya. And wow. Binigyan nga rin siya ng ano eh, youngest MVP sa FIBA youth niya. So the, the ceiling for this guy is absolutely high. And the pickup for this Wizards team, superb. I mean, wala naman silang established uh, small forward or wing player. But yung main question ko dito sa fit na to is, 
isa lang yung bola <laughs> kada laro. So, who's mm-hmm. going to be shooting that rock? Is it going to be a John Wall? Is it going to be a Bradley Beal? Or if Denny emerges as a star, who would it be? Um, yun nga, yung maturity nandun na. But he's not very athletic. But just like Luca, may rapid growth with this kid. Hmm. So, pag na-develop nila, it can, he can be a star in this league. I hope he becomes a star in this league. But, yun nga, who do the Wizards play through if ever that comes into fruition? So, I'd give this a solid B+. It's a great pickup, um, but I'm not entirely sure how it's going to work. So, yeah. Do you have any thoughts on this? Wala naman. Well, um, well, I do think Maglalaro na ba si John Wall this upcoming season? Oh, galing niya na dun sa mga summer workouts nila eh. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's a valid concern on your part na, you know, it's always gonna be John Wall's and Bradley Beal's team. But for now, siguro, um, the Wizards have found their third option on offense. So, I think that's a role that um, he he can be on on his rookie year, and let's see from um this point forward, ano magiging um performance niya, diba? And if and if we have learned anything from Luca Doncic, as you've mentioned, um, is na namang Euro player that has mm-hmm. you know these tons of achievements at an early age before going to the NBA. So I also have high hopes for this kid. So now for our last pick um, for this NBA draft report card, the 10th pick. Um, the 10th pick, the Phoenix Suns select Jalen Smith. So my grade for this is a D. Given it, It's time to give the D, <laughs> uh, I th- it This okay. is one of the head scratchers in this year's draft. I think because the Suns already have serviceable bigs in DeAndre Ayton, uh, Dario Saric, and uh, well, wala na pala si Baines, so siguro may room na pala siya. But uh, Kaminsky is there, Diallo, right? Uh, parang um, this is, his situation is similar to Onyeka with the Hawks. You know, he's not going to be playing, I think, um, a lot of significant minutes for the Phoenix Suns right away. But, you know, he's a shot-blocking, shooting big man, a modern big man. But as, as I said, it's going to be tougher, tough for him to get meaningful playing time unless, you know, Coach Monty Williams uh, leans on him right away uh, during the season. So my floor and ceiling for him. Uh, floor siguro Robin Lopez. <laughs> Ah, uh, nagte-trash mo si Robin Lopez right now. Hindi <laughs> si Brook, si Brook. Si Brook, ah, uh, 'di eh. Magaling naman si Brook eh, pero siguro mga ganung type of player yung floor niya. Um, Robin Lopez who's just a defensive-minded. Honestly, Angelo, sorry. Feeling ko floor niya is Larry Sanders. Kasi pwedeng pwedeng pwedeng. And my ceiling for this guy is a Serge Ibaka, uh, the championship Serge Ibaka with the Raptors, uh, shot blocking big man then, uh, shooting shot blocking shooting big man then. So, you know, 
again, a D for the Phoenix Suns. Uh, Tan, do you have any thoughts about this? Um, I think it's an interesting pick as well. Uh, Jalen Smith is, as you said, a shot-blocking big. Ang hirap na siguro sumaksak sa Suns pag na-develop, na-develop nila to. With the DeAndre Ayton and the Jalen Smith manning your four and five. Um, I think I'd trust a younger guy more than Dario Saric right now. Mm-hmm. Or uh, check Diallo. Um, but I'd give this a solid C+. Plus. So, yun lang. Okay. Yeah, get, I, I get why the Phoenix Suns also uh, picked Jalen Smith because, you know, they're trying to um, work out pairing him with DeAndre Ayton since he has a... Uh, he can shoot the three, you know, he can space the floor and he's also mm-hmm. good defensively. So I also get why the Phoenix Suns um, took Jalen Smith with the 10th pick. But now um, enough of the NBA draft and let's head on to the very spicy, wild, <laughs> frenzy off-season. So now to our off-season survey, Tristan, first question for you. Which team is winning the offseason right now? Uh, I think it should be my kasamang sub-question tong question na to. Um, yung now, offseason right now, hmm. definitely the Lakers. But in the future, if you look forward, it's going to be the OKC Thunder. Um, yeah, hindi ko na mabilang kung ilang pick yung meron yung OKC pero yeah, they have now, a million picks but yeah. I have a question for that <laughs> and what are you gonna do with a million picks if you were Sam Presti trade them bro trade um, <laughs> maganda naman siya mag pick in the draft trust your instincts but uh, alam mo yun sobrang dami lang nilang assets na kahit Sabihin natin, hindi sila ganong competitive this year. For sure, in the next five years, biglang lalakas yung OKC. So, yes, the Lakers did win the offseason now, but the offseason for like five years from now or three years from now, I think it's going to be the OKC Thunder. Ganda ng signings mm-hmm. ni Rob Pelinka, pare. <laughs> Montrez, uh, Mark Gasol, my ears are clapping. Can't believe right I'm saying now. this. Can't believe I'm saying this, but KCP. <laughs> uh, meron, meron pa oh, yeah, si Schroeder, which considered naman trade yun. So, mm-hmm. amazing offseason for the Lakers. And honestly, they're poised to win it all again. Just because ang ganda ng mga free agency signings nila this year. Mm. Ikaw, walang naman Lakers pipiliin. <laughs> Uh, agree ako sa this should have a sub-question. Ah, tama ba? Sub-question. Pero yung sub-question mm-hmm. ko is uh, you can categorize the teams you know, who on who's winning like which of the contenders, the real contenders are winning the offseason right now and which of the you know lesser competitive teams are winning the offseason right now. So yun yung um, answer ko to this question. But I agree uh, for the contenders, the real contenders, um, the Lakers are winning the offseason right now, and also the Bucks. Um, I'm gonna save my answers or my explanation to the, these two teams later on, 
but for the team that is less competitive but is winning the offseason right now, for me, it's the Atlanta Hawks um, with their accelerated rebuild. I think nobody expected them to be front runners to sign Rajon Rondo, Danilo Gallinari, Chris Dunn, um, Bogdanovich even. Um, yes, they have yeah, caps. They have cap space going into the offseason, but you know, nobody expected, nobody thought of the Atlanta Hawks being a destination for these free agents. So, you know, this I think on paper is a playoff team, especially in a uh, weak East, right? Uh, when everything goes well for them. So, you know, for me, so for me, the Lakers, the Bucks, and the Hawks are winning the offseason right now. And mm-hmm. Uh, I also agree with OKC hauling um, those million picks. All right. So for our next question, what for you, Tan, is a head-scratching WTF trade or signing so far in the offseason? It's the Milwaukee Bucks and Bogdan Bogdanovich because it didn't fucking happen, guys. Uh, It was reported everywhere. But investigate for tampering. So I think that's the what the F trade this uh, off season. But I don't really see um you know yung sobrang brainless na signings this off season. So yeah. Well, well, <laughs> I have one for you, Tan. Uh for me the what the F signing for me is Gordon Hayward signing a four year $120 million deal with the Charlotte Hornets. So, but I, I'm, as, know, I'm asking you this question first. It's expected. It's expected are, from the Charlotte Hornets, man. Are, are we sure? Uh, they need everything, right? Yeah, are we sure Michael Jordan is watching the NBA in 2020 and not just re-watching NBA tapes from 2015? <laughs> Kasi yung version ni Hayward na yun siguro is worth a hundred twenty million four year um deal. But um let's just recap Gordon Hayward uh, with the Boston Celtics. So he spent three years in Boston. Um siguro two two lang talaga because he missed an entire season and he missed a total of hundred and forty two games, playoffs included. Uh, after missing just 42 in his first seven seasons with the Utah Jazz. So for me, Hayward didn't prove anything with the Boston Celtics. For him to earn this $120 million deal, and, you know, he's not really a su- <laughs> he's not really the, a su- the superstar he once was with the Utah Jazz, and I'm not paying him this much, but as you said, it's the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, they're just taking anything or anyone that they can get. So, Tan, uh, do you not agree with this, with me, um, consider- considering this is a WTF signing for the Charlotte Hornets? Uh, yes, I do agree. It's, a, it's not a very good signing. Well, you know, it, it's a good signing for them. Sorry. Uh... Okay. Pero yung pera na ganun, I think it hurts them. I still believe in Gordon Hayward just because I've been through injuries yeah, and for, I know how for hard sure, it is for to come sure. back. I'm also rooting for yeah. Gordon Hayward, but just from his but, past performance. He's, oh, he's just not that worth 
He's a risky. You know, he's not worth one hundred and four. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know, man. MJ, <laughs> MJ, man. MJ. Yeah, I don't know what year of the NBA he's watching. Now, um, third question from our survey, Tan. What's the most interesting trader signing so far for you? Um, there's two, but I won't explain as much. Um, first off, it's the Montrez um signing for the Lakers because it came out of nowhere. Uh even Patrick Beverly was shocked on Twitter that Montrez decided to move locker rooms yeah, just across there, the hall. There was no <laughs> there were no initial reports or yeah something for this trade or signing. So I was all um the second one is uh Drew Holiday to the Milwaukee Bucks. And Drew is interesting Drew, sorry, Drew. Because <laughs> Jay Yun, Jay Yun, but Drew, uh, Drew is uh, <laughs> a good, good, good player. But feeling ko hindi na siya yung over underrated na player that he was before. Mm. So I don't know um, how it's going to happen for the Milwaukee Bucks, but overall, good signing. I just find it interesting that. They traded Eric Bledsoe in change for Drew Holiday and some change as well. I feel like they could have gone uh, a little better the free agency. I do not know who they would get, but Drew Holiday is a good pick. I just find it very, very interesting for the Bucks. Yeah, okay. For me, most interesting signing. So I'm looking at, I'm all only looking at the real contenders right now. So most interesting signing is Austin Rivers to the New York Knicks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Joke lang, joke lang. So my interest, most interesting signing for the real contenders, it's, I agree, it's Drew Holiday and the box sneaky transaction. So Tan, you were saying, um, what moves can the box do? in the off-season. So, I'm just gonna lay it out for you. So, they signed Drew Holiday. They let go of Bledsoe, which I think is an upgrade for them. But they also mm-hmm, signed... Definitely. They also signed DJ Augustine, Bryn Forbes, Tory Craig, and Bobby Portis. So, a lot of playmakers. They signed a lot of playmakers to be with Giannis. Um, I think the... Bobby P is a playmaker? No, no, no. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Except Bobby Bobby Portis, of course. But Bobby Portis is also, I think, a serviceable big man right now. He's not boxer. He's, uh, not, <laughs> he's not the worst player that you can get. But again, going back to the playmakers, I think this is um what you want from the box front office, getting all these uh playmakers for Giannis to play around para lang it it relieves pressure from Giannis and they as as you said they almost almost got Bogdanovic and I think these um signings or trades for them um I I think they it uh their their chances for coming out of the east I think it's the best team that they will have 
in this Giannis era coming into this season with Drew Holiday, DJ Augustine, Bryn Forbes, and Tory Craig, right? So that's an interesting mm-hmm. signing for me. The Bucks sneaky transactions. And also, uh, the Boston Celtics got Tristan Thompson and Jeff Teague. Uh, maybe Jeff Teague was, is not the player that we once knew with Hawks, but he's still a good backup point guard. Then. So is Tristan Thompson, and, though. Yeah. Oh, shit. And, and overrated, Paris. Overrated? Say, what, does, yeah, what does Tristan Thompson bring to you except the Kardashian curse and a few rebounds? Yun lang. Mm. Well, I think he's uh, uh he's, <laughs> he's an upgrade to Daniel Thais because he has the championship experience. He he knows how to win. Siguro well, he's he's been a on a championship team. So wait, Adjo, he knows how to win because he's with si LeBron. Oh yeah. Okay, yun lang, yun lang. I mean, he, I he, was, he was a big part. He, he was a big part. Yes, because they had no choice. Cavs team. No, I, okay. I think he's also a good defensive player. You have to agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Okay. Okay. So those are my interesting uh, signings for the contenders. I'm sure that there are a lot of interesting signings, right? But it it went to the more the less competitive teams. So. Um, I think these signings that we talked about for the real contenders pushes their chances up a level. So for our um, last question, Tan, let's have a bias check. So is your team, the Miami Heat, better or worse right now compared to last season? I think it being same. Say we just lost Jay Crowder and mm-hmm. uh, Derek Jones, but a good signing in Avery Bradley. And I'm not very sure of the signing with Mo Heartless. Mm-hmm. So, if you're gonna ask me, it's a little bit worse by like two percent. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Angelo, what do you think about the Lakers? I know what your answer is already, though. I don't know why I'm asking. Uh, it's not that simple for me. If I, if you think about it, really. So, the Lakers, just to uh, recap, we added Dennis Schroeder, who's the runner-up runner up for Sixth Man of the Year last year. Again, Harold, the Sixth Man of the Year last year. Wesley Matthews, who's, um, who's older, but for me, a better shooter than Danny Kent Green right now. Uh, also, we added Mark Gasol, who's 35 years old, but again, he it's Mark Gasol. We also added um, little pieces with Jordan Bell and Al- Alfonso McKinney. And for the players we lost, we lost Rondo, uh, Bradley, Javel, Quinn Cook, Danny Green, and Dwight Howard. So I'm torn right now if we're worse or better because when you look at the names we've lost, um, Rondo, Bradley, McGee, Howard, and Danny Green. Um, those are great defensive players. Um, for the Lakers last year, they played a big part on the defensive unit, or a big part of why the Lakers were great defensively last year. So 
you know, that's what we've lost with these names, then we've gained a lot of offensive um, firepower with Schroeder, Harrell, and Mark Gasol. Again, Schroeder, um, he's, I think, maybe a bit better offensive player than Rondo right now, but Rondo is, for me, the better playmaker and, you know, playoff Rondo. Um, on Harold's side, we lost Howard, so we lost defense, but we had the six, the reigning six man of the year in Harold, who's a monster offensively. Um, and then we gained Mark Gasol, who who is an exceptional passer, but you know he's thirty five years old, and I don't think um, he's more he's more more mobile than McGee. But, you know, I'll take Gasol and Harrell over McGee and Howard any day right now. But, you know, defensively speaking, that's maybe where um, the question lies for me. So the pros and cons balances each other out, I think. So we're a bit better on offense, but weaker on defense. So we're better on offense, but worse on defense. Just a little bit. So that's my answer for... um. The Los Angeles Lakers, if we're better or worse compared last season, but but props to Rob Pelinka, uh, the front, the Lakers front office, or maybe LeBron James. Props to Clutch Sports <laughs> for you know Clutch Sports discount. <laughs> we should rename the Lakers to the Los Angeles. I don't know, Clutch City, Clutch Sports, na lang, di ba? <laughs> Rich Paul, bro. MVP. So, Tan, um, last thoughts on the NBA free agency. Do you have any last thoughts? I want more. <laughs> you know, I want more. That's all. Like, keep, keep, it keep, coming, keep him coming, uh, Woj and Chance. No. I right. know you're working overtime, but, bro, give us more. <laughs> all right. So, maybe we, we've... Um, We'll hear James Harden to the Nets or the Sixers, the one we never know, bro. Mm. All right, so guys, thanks for listening, and we out. I don't even know what that means. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. No, it's not. It gets the people going.